All right. Hello. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, slow news day out there. Nothing to really talk about. Should be a really quick episode tonight. Uh, I am Solo Base 15. I am here with my good friend Zareth. We are the Gambit Podcast, and we're going to talk about GAC, I think. Uh, Zareth, how are you tonight? Fantastic, Solo. <laughs> Not only did I find out that my favorite game mode is getting more important, I also have a lime popsicle. That's great. <laughs> and that's, I mean, let's be honest, that's really all that matters. Um, you know, people in the chat saying nachos, right? I'm like, whatever, man. <laughs> Popsicles. <laughs> uh, all right. So, literally today at like one o'clock p.m., you and I were talking about what the hell were we going to talk about tonight with no GAC, no GAC next week? Do we bring on guests like we did last time? What are we going to talk about uh, other than Kyle Katarn? Because Kyle's freaking amazing. Um, yeah, yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> I, I forgot who who is that. Like, who cares? Why why should we care about him? <laughs> I mean, I'm kidding. He is amazing, but he is so small compared to this huge change. <laughs> right. We're we're not we're not going to talk about Kyle probably at all tonight. So save it for next week. Um, I so, guess. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard, but GAC is changing, and so is Squad Arena. Um, oh my gosh! Yeah. So why don't uh, I'll give the clip notes real quick at the start? We can go, and we will go more in depth tonight. Um, oh, we will go more. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wait, was there just another announcement? Are you? I think they're probably just messing with us. Okay. Um, I can I can verify here. Uh, Darth Talon has been confirmed. What? So, all right, they're not messing with us. <laughs> oh, good lord! Lots to talk about tonight. Yay! Um, okay. So, why don't we get started with the GAC changes? Uh, we're going to talk about Darth Talon apparently tonight too. Maybe. Um, Oh, RSG just dropped the Darth Talent. How did they clothe her enough to make it okay to be on on this in this right. game? Uh, that's a good question. Oh, that that's not lined up very well. But we can at least see what she looks like. If I can ever, I hate OBS so much. Didn't weren't we just scoffing about the her being released last uh, podcast? Probably. I was at least. I, I was. I was pretty sure they wouldn't because she's. She's a she's a dark sider, like a, a a Sith or dark side at least yeah. user. Twilek, who like wears almost nothing, which as a guy, I'm like, sure, like bring it on, I guess. But and and licks lightsabers and is Dylar's fantasy. <laughs> yeah. Um come on, do you release a kit here in this video? Or is it just interview? It's just interview. <laughs> Damn it. Um <laughs> Sim says that Gom, Sim says in chat that Gom is saying that Treya becomes baller with Darth Talon. That I fully believe. Um, so, right. so, can I, can I, we just take, take one step back and say, I love that this Legends thing is being, is being done right now because it gives them license to pep up old squads and make them relevant again. Yes. Like, a right. little disappointed we didn't get something for Padme because she is Sadme right now. But 
otherwise, this is so cool. Like Treya is just she's losing relevance. She's been sliding for a while. It's like, well, I guess I'll throw her on defense now because she steals a couple banners, maybe. And maybe not. And that's yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Um and this is cool. Like they're they're juicing up all like one-off squads. It's awesome. Uh, yeah, I, this is amazing. God, making the Treya squad better. So now is the Treya squad going to beat Kyle Katarn? I should probably wait uh, to speculate <laughs> until we watch the video. That's uh, a good question. Uh, so let's talk about the stuff we know about. <laughs> That's, why don't we start with that? Um, so Squad Arena is losing crystals. GAC is gaining crystals. Nobody knows how the hell you're going to jump between divisions every week. Um, so there's that. Uh, so here's the thing. GAC, they said three years ago when CG Carey was here that they wanted to get rid of arenas. They hate how many, they hate arenas, like with a passion. Um, because people game them so much and, and it, it's not just that people game them, but it's also that it leads to these shard mafias sometimes in, in, in like, it, like mine is fine. Everyone's good. Uh, like all the people are well behaved, but there are some that people are just total dicks in squad right. arena. Like they're, they're like, nope, like our little club can get in. And if you like make us even a little bit mad, like we hate you and you're out. Like someone just commented on the video I made saying like, I hated squad arena because uh, the squad, the shard mafia wouldn't let me get more better than fourth, or they'd all come after me. Right, right, and, and that's and that's a very real thing. Right, and and CG has no way of inf like enforcing anything to do with it. Like they, they're just like, well, sorry, like that sucks. We created it, but we can't do anything to stop it. Right, and so there are very good shards, and everyone in a good shard is like, this is. This is awful. I like my shard. Everyone in a bad shard is like, oh my God, this is what you guys mean when you say you can get crystals? <laughs> because they just can't. Like they they literally can't get crystals because the shard won't let them. Um, so there are a couple things. It, it's good that in theory, and I'm going to say this in theory, more people can get crystals this way. Um it's bad because, quite frankly, Squad Arena, they allowed you to change your time. So you change your time that best fits you. You only need one meta to climb. Um, you don't need 11 teams to climb. <laughs> uh, and right now, if you're in the Kyber League, which is anyone over, for GAC, anyone over, what, five point something million, they have to place 11 teams on all on defense. Hmm. Like, yeah, my, my alt account is going to struggle at 7.9 million to place 11 teams on defense, <laughs> <laughs> I, at least 11 good teams, I should say. Well, I mean, my, my main account struggles to place 11 right. good teams. Like I, I, I had to make peace with it last time with 5v5 that I was like, all right, we're going to place one fluff team. And once I started doing that, it, it, was, it got so much easier because I just had so much more offensive flexibility. Like I right. just, I, right. I had, I had to do that. And, and so the fact, and my, my account was like, what, 
six at the time, something like that. So yeah, yeah. And my poor little alt, dear lord, he's a five point seven or something, and he's gonna have to he's he's gonna barely make it into, into Kyber and have to place eleven teams. <laughs> uh, it's like Karth is gonna be one of the best teams I place on defense. <laughs> um, right, right. So. This is it's going to be a it's going to be a huge problem for people. They're also changing matchmaking. Where you're in my main accounts, we run the risk of running into some bigger accounts, but it's not going to be like your alt account can run into our main account. Like that's 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 just not that's not right. <laughs> Well, yeah, initially, like, yeah, they're so they're going to just, it's going to be this huge scrum. Like, it's going to be highly entertaining, actually, at the very start. They're just going to drop all the accounts that meet this criteria, and they're just going to be, like, randomized. And so it's going to be people at 7.2 million getting paired with people at 10 million GP, and it's just going to, like... People who are really skilled are going to meet, like run into people who just have this big old fat account and decide to be right. dicks and like won't let them clear. Like it's going to be total chaos. There's going to be a lot of really a lot of frustration until we finally get some of this, um, the skill stuff. I forget what it's called now. Um, uh, yeah. But... Uh, yeah. So the next four months of GAC will be chaos, like you say, like just pure chaos. Mm hmm. Um, Scale and, rating, yeah. right? And this, is, so this is where the problem is. And I think this is where the biggest complaints are. It's going to be the next four months for you to prove that you're good and make it into Kyber. Once you make it into Kyber, the crystal income, the math behind it says you're going to make your crystals back for making it into Kyber. But if you're a three million GP account, right? you were getting 900 crystals a day from arena right now you're going to be dropped into bronzium at 3 million gp so you can still right. get your fleet crystals you you're not even going to come close to meeting your uh meeting 500 crystals a day from grand arena like mm -hmm. for the longest time we have praised cg on for basically the past year, all they've been doing is making a like good move after good move for new people to come into the game. Um, right now, all the new players that came into the game in the past year just got a giant middle finger. <laughs> like, right. Well, well, yeah. So the people who have wailed out or who have been super focused and gotten a Galactic Legend immediately are now like like they, they just like sat in the top five and never got moved because no one else in their right. shard has has a team that can shift them they just they've just been sitting there for like months and they just like feast off of this a uh, ton of crystals and now they're going to yeah they're gonna get kicked back there's no recourse right so aldo you ask can a three million gp get first in arena yes when everybody else in the arena is three million gp or below Mm -hmm. like the 3 million gp people aren't the people that have been playing for five years it's the people that were playing for much less time and so they're up against much less people um 
and yeah, Walks with Shadows is in there. And I saw his podcast question, which is how it's so obvious. Um, so here's the thing. If you're good at GAC, the good news is you're going to catch back up, right? It, but it's going to take two to three months for you to get back. You're gonna, it's going to take you two to three months to get into Kyber. Like if you're in Bronzium, it's legitimately going to take you. You have to get promoted out of Bronzium. Then you have to climb Chromium. Yeah. which is going to take five weeks, which means it's going to take two, two GAs. Whoa. Then after that, you will get promoted into a Rhodium. You can only get promoted four times. Then you'll get promoted into Kyber. So at, at a minimum, it's three months before you get back to where you used to be, crystal-wise. Well, and that's if you can get into Kyber in the first place, because right. like Prevail Man has no hope of getting making Kyber. Like I can't kill a GL with that account. There's no way. And I think that my alt is going to struggle to stay in Kyber to some degree uh, with one GL and a bunch of teams that could maybe take another one out. Uh, like I, I, it's going to be a very, a very interesting situation. Like essentially what what the new kyber is is just if you have a big old fat account like you auto make kyber almost like if you have if you have nine million gp people aren't going to be able to shift you out unless you just decide not to play like you're just going to make kyber every time because it's a function of how big your account is and how engaged and skilled you are in gac in the first place Right. Like that's, um, that's all it's going to be now. So, so it, right. The auto deploys are still going to fall because if you don't attack, you get zero points. Um, but if you just try and you have a big account, you can't fall out of Kyber. Right. Well, so, so people are in the chat, you know, people are saying a, a lot of like tons of people coming out of the woodwork saying like free to play is getting screwed. And I guess we have to just, wait and see that's not really how i'm seeing it like yes pay to win is going to be rewarded that's that's how this game yes. has always functioned uh, like that's that's pretty obvious but what remains to be seen is just how screwed are the free to play players who have been playing at a high level for a while like uh, you know i my buddy hens has all six galactic legends like and he's free to play for the most part. He spent a tiny about bit amount of money. Like he takes first every time. I would be shocked if he didn't still stay at the top. What about like Calvin Awesome, who like consistently goes like he's had a one year win streak at this point, which is nuts yeah. uh, at any level. And like, is, is he going to have a diminished return on his crystal income? I, I don't know. Like, can he's just can he be in Kyber three? We don't know what the distribution of players is going to be. Frankly. Right. Well, so here's the question, because Calvin is unique. Hens is kind of unique as sure. well. Well, yeah. Um, and they are. the The question is, what about the average free to play player that goes eight and four? They're never going to make Kyber. Um, I guess it depends though. If they're like, if the system works the way it's it, like, kind of, it's the thing about the system is it's all self correcting almost. Like, if you get a big enough roster, you are eventually going to be able to muscle your way to the next level. I think, like, that's kind of how it works, right? Like, you can well, bludgeon your way up and keep as long as you keep winning. 
Yeah, but if you're free to play, you can't bludgeon your way up because most people are growing with you. Sure, but at the same time, there are going to be people who are falling down as well, who like stop playing, who do, you know, like through attrition and everything. Like, I don't think people are, people are going to grow with you, but I don't think that it's going to be at the same, at the same level. Like, I think the people who do grow at the same rate as you are also going to be advancing at the same rate. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I could be, I could be totally off base, but, um, you know, we'll see. It's just, it's very difficult to predict exactly how it's going to be. It doesn't seem, it seems to me like my alt is actually just going to blow up. I'm, I'm so confused at what's going to happen. I'm going to have a huge increase in crystals because I don't ever run arena on that account. Right. Um, Well, so here's, here's where the good thing is. If you are above 5.6 million and you weren't taking first in arena every day, you just got like handed (laughs) a butt ton of crystals. Like, here you go. You've never had these before. Take them all. It's the people that are getting punished are the people that are smaller GP finishing first. If you're smaller GP finishing 100th, you're not going to feel the effects. If you are a large GP finish, be a, uh, finishing 100, you you just, you like your Scrooge McDuck jumping into your crystals right now. Right. Oh man. Oh well, yeah. The, it's, it's going to be quite the transition for some people. I mean, you're right. I think that that's the group that's being screwed the most. There, there are probably other groups that have cause to feel bad about this too, but I think it's the group, it's the people who, are low GP and finishing high arena rank because right. now now there's no recourse. Like <laughs> you get come, come beat my account if you want to if you want to get Kyber kind of thing, or come beat my alt account that's been around. You know I've optimized it for a <laughs> long time. Like I, even though even though I don't get a high crystal income, that account is still pretty baller. Uh, you know like for it like it's been I've been able to make it pretty good and it's yeah people are going to really struggle. I think All right. Um, with with the idea that it takes an account that's like four years old to actually you know get there, I guess the real question is though, how many people really are there that that are doing that consistently? I mean, the people that watch this channel. <laughs> yeah, some uh, of them for sure. Because if you're if you're in Bronzium One, which is three point one million, the max amount of crystals you can get on average per day is two hundred and seventy three. The max so you can get in one day. Oh, so that's that's almost half of a first place finish in arena. Hold on, what, what at what level were you saying now? Uh, in Bronzium. So if your account is three point one seven one, the highest you can get per day is two hundred and seventy three crystals, and that requires um, you going twelve and zero. Yeah, we'll have to see how this goes. Yeah, I, it's it's not a friendly thing to some accounts. I'm I'm it, not trying not. to sugarcoat it. And and frankly, like so so now losses are going to feel a lot worse. Oh yeah, there's. I mean, losses are <laughs> every loss costs you crystals. Basically, we're arena. 
if he lost, you could just refresh real quick and take first. Uh, you can't do that again. Um, <laughs> you just you lose, and it's like womp womp. There, there, there goes a hundred crystals today. Right. Well, okay. So here, here's the other thing too. We we just don't know what it's going to look like or feel like exactly. Like their charts are also just kind of oh annoying to read. Like they are. I, see this announcement. There's there's more questions from this announcement than there is information, and it's a long ass post. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah. there, there's so there's a lot for us to learn um, a lot of information for us to get they're having a Q&A on uh, December 2nd that hopefully helps answer some of these questions like they they told us how you promote from like a rhodium to Kyber right they also told us that now Instead of having a rhodium, kyber, carbonite, et cetera, et cetera, that you, you would obtain in the event, the divisions are now in the event and you get promoted in the divisions every week. They didn't tell us how. Like, if you go right. 3 0, it, it stands to reason that you're going to get promoted, right? What if you have a bad week? What if you go two and one? Are you getting demoted? Are you staying even? Are you. If you go one and two, like how, you know, they, they just didn't tell us. And that's, that's such a huge piece of information of how you jump from division to division, because jumping divisions is how you get promoted out of bronzium, then chromium, then erodium. And it has a huge, huge impact on your crystal income. And we, we just don't know that information. Like it just, it's just not there. There is no information out in the ether to tell us what it is yeah so we'll get more information later but right now you're right like it, it just is just kind of confusing frankly like right. like the chart they're like we'll we'll solve everything with colorful charts and i'm like that doesn't <laughs> solve anything like gac like what's so i'm looking at this current squad arena crystals per day observed approximate average like less than one right. year in a game two plus years like so they're showing us, I guess, I guess the one interesting thing is they're showing us like some of their stats, I guess, right. like some of the stuff that, you know, it's showing that the average player that, you know, has this threshold, you know, spent this much time in the game, earns this much, uh, earns this many crystals. And I mean, I think the case that they're trying to make here, honestly, is saying like, hey, look, like we're bringing the average crystals per account like earned up like the majority right. of people are going to be earning more than they started with and i think that the thing that re is really tough for them is that uh i mean the, the, the thing that's tough for a lot of people especially our listeners as you've pointed out is like they're not average like and and right. a lot of these guys are going to be brought down just because their gp is lower now maybe long-term health of the game, this is better. It does initially very much suck for those players though. It, it does. Um, I don't, so here's the problem. I understand you had to come up with an initial, initial seating, right? You, you had to. Um, and you can't necessarily do it by lifetime GP because if the account is only six months old, it's, 
going to have a lifetime GP that's equal to the whales that just don't participate at all in GAC. And, you know, it would mess everything up. But with that said, if you have a 4.5 million GP account and you finished first in Grand Arena every single season, you're starting in Chromium. Um, yeah, uh, Prevail Man is going to be in Bronzium. Right, right. Uh, so I feel like they. I don't. I don't necessarily agree with how this initial rollout is. Three months from now, the world is going to be completely different. Right. And, you know, it's easy for like you or me to say, "Yeah, we're going to weather the storm. Who cares?" In three months. It'll be sorted. Three months losing 250 crystals per day is a lot. Um, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. So, gosh, so, some people can actually uh, take time. Like, you were telling me you don't spend any time in Arena because you auto, but that's still checking your phone a lot of times. Like, to me, it's just stressful. I'm I'm uh, just on a personal level, this is the best change ever. Just because I... I bet I climb in arena three days a week. I, bet I mean, that. I have I have no problem with them getting rid of arena. I have no problem with crystals coming into Grand Arena, to be clear. I don't like how they're rolling it out. Well, they're yeah, they're just rolling it out and they're saying, well, if you have a low GP, then get good, noob. Like go spend right. some, go spend some money. Right. And I think that's counterintuitive with what you want to do, right? They, all they talked about at the beginning of the summer was we want to bring new people into this game. And then they're bringing new people into the game and saying, uh, sorry, you suck. Well, harder. <laughs> like, and even if that new person wails, and I mean, spends like $20,000, <laughs> they still have to climb from carbonite to kind. Oh, gosh. Spend, I can't even fathom. Like, I don't know. Maybe they'll start selling Zetas at, at you know for for a lower right. dollar rate, but like just doing that, it doesn't doesn't even make your account good. It's it's just right. that's the thing that's always baffled me is people people who are like, all right, I'm gonna start new and I'm gonna spend all this money, and that, that's fine. Like no judgment on them whatsoever. But at the same time, you, you like. You want to spend all this money. You want to spend $20,000. Spend $100,000. I know that there are a few people who are multiple hundreds of thousands of dollars into this game at this point. And that's fine. If they want to spend all that money, uh, like more power to them. Like no judgment on them. Right. Like truly, because other people spend all that money on really stupid crap anyways. <laughs> like if you want to spend it on something you love like this game, I get it. So you, you should go... You should put money into what you love if you can afford it and you're not screwing your kids over or something. But, you know, like people spend all this money and on this new account and then they don't even have Zetas. So it doesn't, they don't even have access to these squads that they want to use. <laughs> right. That's the baffling thing to me. They've made it so that you can spend, you can buy an awesome account in every way except for the abilities that are essential. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, I just, so let me, I think you have to look at this, split it up to look at it. 
I think the changes minus the crystal thing, minus arena, are amazing. Like, I love what they've done. Totally love how they, uh, you know, you're going to get matched up with good people. And it's the changes that they've made. I love it. It seems like they've actually legitimately, like, fixed matchmaking. Like, on paper, at least, it seems like the matchmaking is, this is the best version they've ever had. Right. Um, like by far, in my opinion. But the the squad arena changes, I don't think that they're good. At least not initially. Like, I, I think they are going to hurt people more than they help people that aren't you or me. Okay, so okay, let's let's um let's just take like one step back here real quick, just just as a yeah. matter of maybe we get a different perspective as well, because it's uh, so yes, that they are reducing our. I mean, I, I expect that you and I will get around the same number of crystals. Like I, I'll get more, I think, because right. I'll I always play GAC, but I like I said before, there are a lot of days I just I don't have time to climbing GAC or in arena. And I'm like, oh, look at me. I got 39th. That's cool. You know, like that, right. that's happened so many times this last year because creating content and doing all this stuff like, uh, you know, I'm not complaining. Just it's nice. Anyways, I expect us to have about the same and a lot of other big accounts to have the same. My alt is going to be really happy. Prevail man's going to be really happy. Just uh, the most ironic thing. But um a lot of other people will have their uh, total decreased, and I get that sucks. One thing, one matter of perspective to keep in mind, though, too, folks, you're also gaining a whole lot more loot in all of this. I don't know if it balances everything out, but you're going to be getting a lot more stuff. Like you're going to be getting a new Zeta every week, basically. You're going to be, or Zeta mat, you're going to be gaining an Omega mat extra every week. Um, you're getting more more tokens, more gear, more like more of everything. I don't know if that makes up for it, frankly, but it, you're also we're also getting more stuff on top of the crystals. We are, but it's not character shards. So when you're at two million GP, right? Um, and one of the things that you constantly preach, and I, I think correctly, is when you're growing account, get all the shards, seven star everything. If you're only getting 200 crystals per day, and you know this from your alt and from Prevail Man, it is incredibly hard to do that. Like you're not, you're not double farming a node. You're not, you're not even spending one refresh to farm that node if you also want to farm mods and also need to farm Cantina. Like how, how do you live? below 1.7 million with an average of 150 crystals per day i mean i do that i've done that on my alt since the start so i guess you i do you do but you don't grow fast right I, oh yeah not too fast <laughs> i guess i mean whatever i i'm i'm probably a bad example because i've i'm experienced in this game and i i am at a, a way better guild than that than that account deserves. Well, there's that too. You've yeah. been you've been in a, a top fifty guild since you were under three million. Well, well <laughs> it's I feel so bad. I'm like, 
complaining to, to my buddy Henzo. I was just referencing. He has his own guild, and they're all. It's a non-competitive guild for the most part. And he, he, he's at five stars on Cam, and I'm like, yep, my alt has seven star relic Cam. <laughs> like, it's it's not really fair. It's it's not it's not really okay. So maybe my alt isn't a great example, but I mean, I do think that if you prioritize things well, you you can still grow your account pretty well. It's you're right though. Like you're not you're not getting as much crystals as many crystals. You are able though to like now now that we have the gear the changes that they they've given all the space gear. Like we're gonna be able to grow our GP pretty quick too. I think like our our squads are gonna be a lot faster in their progress. So I don't know. Uh, we'll have to see. Again, I just I'm not saying that this is like. Hey, you're losing crystals, but you're getting gear. Like, shut up and be happy. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying I think that that's a factor that people should be taking into account before saying, like, we're only losing crystals. It's like you're also gaining other stuff as well. And it's it's more complex of an equation than we're losing or we're gaining. It's like we're gaining and we're losing. And, you know, maybe it's complex enough that we shouldn't just, like, commit ritual suicide. No, and I'm not saying quit the game. I'm also not saying that I would advise anyone to start the game. Um, at least if, well, free to play. Like, hey, you're free to play. Come play this game. It's so easy to grow. Because it's just not going to be at 150 crystals a day. Um <laughs> So someone in chat just said, just buy an account if you want to start now. And I, I just had this funny thought of <laughs> so maybe CG's made all these changes to Conquest just to vacate a bunch of really high-end accounts, <laughs> make, make everyone quit. So then there's a ton yeah, of right? <laughs> a ton of accounts that people can buy now. They don't have to start. They can start new. They can be new to you, but, you know, it's a big account. Oh, you were just going through the motions? Get out of here. Go make $400 off your account and give it to somebody else that's going to spend. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, oh, man. I, I just... I. Like I said, I really like the GAC changes. I really like these changes. I have said from three years ago, before we were even on the air, that if they if they miss mess with crystals in Squad Arena, they better have a good solution. And I just don't think that this is a good solution. It's good for me. It, to be clear, it is very good for me, for both my accounts. If I win and I'm at high GP, both my accounts are starting in Kyber 1, as long as I win, I mean, this is a boom. Like, we, I did the math, and if you average 10 and 2 in a season at Kyber 1, you're going to get an extra 60K crystals per year. So, and this is amazing for me. I'm just very worried about what it means for the overall health of the game if you're hurting the people that you're trying to bring into the game. Because people are always going to leave. Like, no matter what you do, people are always going to leave a game. It doesn't matter if you have the best game in the world. People play for six years and they're like, yeah, I'm ready for something new. Or I just had a kid. I don't have time for this. Like people are always going to leave. Right. I don't it's like part of the natural harder. life. Right. Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't like making it harder to enter the game. Like you shouldn't, you shouldn't have to buy a big account to be able to enter the game. 
I'm not convinced that that's what's required, to be honest. Like, I, I think, I think we need to wait and see, but I think, I think that there are like, yeah, you're not making as many crystals early on, but at the same time, I mean, they did just give us a huge amount of other materials that we can uh, grow an account faster. Like my, I don't know, maybe I'm just totally off my rocker. I, I think that people are going to be able to progress through this as free to play at a decent rate. It might, it's not going to be rapid, but, um, you know, I, I think I also, I, I don't know. I've always, well, whatever. I don't know. I, I've never known what to think about these shards where, you know, there's a bunch of new players and there's only like, there's five spenders on the whole shard and they just sit in top five and they don't even let anyone else into top five. Like they don't talk to each other. And they just, that goes on for like a year and or more until people actually get, get Galactic Legends and it starts becoming more dynamic. I've, I've never known what to think of that. Like it doesn't seem exactly healthy for all the other players except for those five, uh, but maybe it shouldn't be that maybe they should have an advantage because they spent money I'm, I'm not sure but i do think that in, in this case at least it's going to clear up a little bit of the gray area of the shard chats and the shard mafias that are going on and the the like way to progress your account is a lot more clear now too yeah i i am i'm all for that i shard like there's a difference between a shard chat and a shard mafia um shard chats can be amazing shard mafias are awful and i hate every single one of them so i'm glad i'm glad they do something to break that up i just don't know if this is the way to do it yeah i i don't know either solo and i'm to be real clear like i mean i i'm i feel a little more positively inclined toward it i think than you but I'm also fully willing to reverse and get all pissed off if necessary. <laughs> um, yeah, I we'll see. We'll see. Like I said, I'm very, I'm very upbeat about the changes to the actual game mode, and it's actually going to help me a lot more, a lot more than anybody else, or, or not anybody else, but it's going to help me a lot. Um, so I should be extremely thrilled and I am kind of thrilled about it. I just, I can't help, but look at, I mean, there's so many people that come to watch our streams or watch your videos that are under 4 million GP. And I, you know, what do you tell them? Like I, I can go to our alt guild and say, here's, here, here's the crystals you're going to get. Congratulations. Uh, you're you're all starting in Kyber 1. This is great for all of us. You can't right. do that to a guild that's 200 million. Well, you're right about that. Uh, you're like, whereas my alt is so happy to be making this life-changing no- amount of crystals after, uh, uh, I don't even think you can call it a dry spell. It's just like a dry life, just like right. life without water at all Uh, like it's just been so parched and now i'm getting all this Uh, it's only because i have chosen not to participate in arena at all in the at the beginning like i if i had 
taken a different route with that account, I could have done it and whatever. I just don't want to spend the time or, or resources of my real life to be able to actually do that. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, it's going to be worse for some people uh, for sure. And I, I don't like that. Um, I think, I think we should, we should wait and see. That's all. Yeah. Uh, that, that we will. And like I said, I'm going to make out like a bandit in this. So bring it on <laughs> at, at, at every level. I, I know like right. <laughs> well, well, bigger streams probably uh, like presumably right. assuming this doesn't just kill the game. I feel like we're going to have, we'll have, we'll have bigger streams. We'll have, you know, like more people watching our content, at least on my YouTube channel. I feel like more people are going to be like, Oh, what do I do? And, you know, I'll be like, let me show you. Oh yeah. Some, YouTube you know? videos are going to go, go, way up um potentially <laughs> well i mean unless everyone quits and then uh, right. you know there's yeah, no players want to watch yeah um <laughs> and now they just need to do something about fleet arena so my alt doesn't have to ever do fleet arena again um but oh uh, uh yeah, yeah i god I, there's it's so much. And this very well could be in four months or six months, we're going to sit here and be like, man, this is one of the greatest changes the game has ever had. Um, <laughs> and we'll see. Um, and so there's a bunch of people saying, if, if you're only facing the most hardcore GAC players after three or four months, do you really think you're still going to go 10 and two or 11 and one? And here's the thing. You just need to go five and seven if you're in Kyber one to profit, like that's how the crystal income works. Uh, so you don't, you don't need to knock it out of the park. You can go six and six and make more. And the other answer is some of those hardcore players are going to be smaller accounts. So, um, you know, I'm nom nom. <laughs> that's, I have no problem roster flexing. Um, that's true. I know Calvin, like, he's like struggles. He gets to Kyber one and then meets up yeah. with one of us with six GLs. We're like, sorry, Calvin. <laughs> sorry. Here's all six GLs on defense. All right. I'm going to steal, <laughs> gonna steal your candy here, bud. <laughs> uh, Everyone will be like, that's so impressive of Calvin. And we're like, yeah, but I mean, it was, did, did, did you see how we just dethroned him? We were good. <laughs> Calvin street comes to an end. Um, no, we don't actually want that. We don't of course not. No, uh, though. I mean, that's that's the inevitability. I mean, my alt right. is my alt is just in. Uh, he was he gamed the system for so many years, or so many like a couple years, however <laughs> long he's been around. But he's been gaming the system. He's his record is an absurd three hundred twenty one and eight. And he's just going <laughs> to get punched in the mouth so hard repeatedly. <laughs> yes. Like, it's not going to be like, oh, I lost one. It, it, like, okay, now now I'm good. Like, we everything's reset. It's like, how many punches to the mouth can you sustain, Zareth Alt? Like, it, like it, it's going to be this ludicrous, like, race to 50 losses kind of thing before it finally normalizes. I mean, it might not be that quite, but... I mean, I'm going to start losing on that account, though, consistently, I think, for especially for a little bit when I'm facing, you know, I'm playing the game where I don't want to face people with all the GLs. And now, suddenly, I don't have matchup GP to hide, protect me. I've been hiding behind that for a while. It's just right. like, 
<laughs> it's like I've been hiding behind this wall. Like, you can't see me. You can't get to me. And it's like, God is just like, remove the wall. And I'm like, <laughs> no. <laughs> it's going to be so brutal. They would be like, I have three G. I have three GLs. I'm not skilled. I will still bludgeon you. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's. <sighs> I. It... Man, I I am so glad my alt unlocked its fifth GL. Like I'll still struggle against people that have six, but right. uh, you, you know. and I I could get paired with your alt on day one. <laughs> you could. That's a yeah. scary scary day. I mean, um, you, you could get paired with like what's the biggest account on your in your guild like Mecha Rogue or something. Uh, Mecha is definitely up there. Yeah, like. Um, whoever it is like your, your alt could get paired with him uh, yeah yeah I, I, I could get paired with him i mean it's the first the first month is going to be hilarious in the crazy mismatches and people are going to be like they're going to be like oh yeah cg fixed matchmaking my ass right well and so, so actually our good friend ross is a little higher than mecca we could get matched up with ross oh we could <laughs> yeah or <laughs> Or uh, our alt guild actually has a 10 million account in it. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. God. The, the, these, these first couple weeks are going to be amazing. <laughs> um, well, and then it, it'll eventually normalize to where people are generally able to be in a sustainable situation where they stay in the same place. But, but yeah, for a little bit, some people are just going to get just uh, completely destroyed and it'll there'll be a little bit of like that what the hell cg you said you fixed it and that will come from the people who don't understand how the how system works right. right like it it won't seem fixed at first but it will be self correcting as it goes along at least if it works the way i'm projecting which i mean that i think it it seems like it should work but you know maybe it'll take tweaks or maybe they'll never get it right territory war certainly isn't right so you know? No, no, God, Territory Wars is a disaster. Um, so here's here's the other interesting thing that comes out of it. Um, before today, I was feeling a ton of pressure with my with my account in Wolfpack that we're we're basically going to have to apply all the TW <laughs> Omicrons. Um, now. I mean, I, uh, I honestly okay. don't know what they're going to do. Like, I, I don't know what they're going to do. Um, and they are, I mean, I'll give this to them. They are very realistic. Um, you know, they, they're they not the type of guild that says, go out, spend $100, I want this, uh, and you need it. Uh, they And they recognize that we have, like, our guild is good at TW because we're also good at GAC. So we know how to do the matches or the counters when we walk into a counter, right? Um, right. They know that there's going to be a balance, but you can't be a top five guild and not have Boba Fett's Omicrons. So it's, I, I mean, I was feeling a ton of pressure, but now at the same time, they're not going to try and chase you out of, you know, getting top rewards in GAC. So I'm very curious to see how they, how they balance 
my guild balances TW and GAC. And if you're not in a TW guild, I mean, Boba Fett's Omicrons are like, why would you even think about it at this point? I mean, and that's, who knows? Like, who knows how good Rose Tico's really is? Like, can I get along without it? Fine. I'm curious. I have no idea. Well, yeah, but uh, so we we haven't talked about it yet, and I have the title card for Garth Talon pulled up, but she's going to have a GAC Omicron, and it sounds like you're going to want it. And like Dash, you you already applied Dash's Omicron. Well, I mean, that's going to give a small advantage. But at the end of the day, like that, the small advantages are going to add up if you if you only apply your Omicrons to to GAC characters, and your opponent only has Omicrons applied to territory battle characters, then you're going to have some kind of a like it's going to be a significant advantage, I guess. Right. Right. Um, so <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see how these Omicrons roll out because i mean i only have 40 right now which means i only have two to apply oh you have 40 jeez yeah. where'd you get 40 it's amazing <laughs> uh i don't know okay i'm i i have i would have 36 right now you have oh so that's not that i was an idiot and did 200 refreshes at cantina during double drops um <laughs> oh, okay well <laughs> Well, you're you're rewarded for your idiocy, so I guess it's acceptable. Uh, So it's uh, oh god, there's so many, so many questions, so many questions, and we just don't know. We just don't know. Right. Oh, that's the thing. We just don't know. We do have a bunch of podcast questions about this. We could probably answer those. Um, We do. Yeah, I, I feel like oh yeah, one thing I wanted to bring up by the way. So so I think I think someone said this in chat too, but it's it's been kind of bugging me. So we've only been doing this division change thing for like four or five seasons, you know, maybe six. I don't, I don't know. It's been it's been a relatively short time for CG. Like it's been a short enough time that they know how like they've known that this change was coming even as they instituted the new division shift. And like, and this kind of just totally negates that actually, like yeah. that whole change. Oh yeah. And I, I don't know, maybe that, maybe the division shift was actually just more like a planning thing and it didn't really take that much to institute it. Like maybe, it, maybe that was just like a, Oh, we just shift some numbers and we're good. Um, But it, it just seems like, why did they change it? Like, why did they change that? And now, now we have this shift, which is obviously like a massive change. Why, why did they do that? You know, like, why did they do back to back big changes on it? I'm curious. Yeah, that's a very good question. Uh, maybe it was because it was easier to get it set up if they had the, because the maps aren't changing. Like, the maps aren't changing. If you're in Kyber, you're placing the same map as. Division one is right now. Um, so maybe it was just their way to get the maps in earlier uh, and kind of give people at the same time a heads up of, hey guys, you're going to want more teams. Trust us. Wink, wink. <laughs> they didn't do a very good job at the wink, but maybe, maybe that's what it was. Like, I, honestly, 
honestly don't know. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Whatever. I'm good. So why don't we take some podcast questions, then we'll talk about Darth Talon and Kyle a little bit, because, (laughs) I mean, how, how, how rare is it that we get the, you know, all the news on a, on a podcast night. Um, so let, let's talk about some podcast questions. Of uh, Let's start with probably the most interesting one of this. Um, so I've been following the instructions, keeping relic levels low, roster depth and breadth, et cetera, which has allowed me to get wins versus players with one to teach two GLs, whereas I've got none. But if I keep winning, it's not based on GP anymore. Eventually, my matchups will turn into just players who are just going to heavily out-relic me. No? Uh, what's to stop us from just applying full relics to all tunes now? And I think uh, I, I think that answer is apply apply the gear now. Like I don't see the yep. benefit of sandbagging anymore. Yeah, And I don't mean sandbagging in a bad way. Um, uh, give give you if your character wants relic level five, give them five. Like that's yeah. I think that's what you have to do now. Yeah, there is there is no reason. So like he, he was saying, he's following instructions, and that's that's like the you know like the Zareth method kind of of yeah. of just like not applying relics. Like relic zero is the, like the most efficient relic level, and. That's not the truth anymore. Like now you can just have whatever relic level, like relic level one is just fine. Cause it's so cheap. Like may as well just go for it. Um, right. Because there is no, like the, the sandbagging stuff, like you said, it, it just like, it doesn't do anything for you whatsoever. I will condition it on one thing. Um, and that is, you still always want to keep a horde just in case new shiny toy comes in or Omicron gets added to old character and you really want that character. I will always keep a horde of some kind. That, that would be my one exception. Like don't, don't blow it all right away unless blowing it all gets you into Kyber um, <laughs> sure. for this first matchup. But I, I would still, you know, you still want to be smart about your resources. It's not like, I don't need to care anymore. Um, It's it's still a resource management game. Right. Uh, But I I would go ahead and apply, 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 apply. Um, Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's just no reason not to at this point. Yeah. Which is an interesting thing. Um, I mean, yeah, the the old Zareth method is just not not really a thing anymore. Unfortunately, like just with one fell swoop, CG is just totally dismantled the gaming like my version of gaming the system. Which I, I guess I'm fine with it. Like we we can move on. I've I I showed that I I read the system well enough to game it for you know over a year and had a ton of success. Now now let's see what this next adventure brings us. Right. Yes. Um... It's definitely going to change all the new player guides. Yeah. Um, oh, man. Gom is going to have a really interesting, like, he'll be like, hey, look at this. I never knew the Zeta did this. I've been not, I've been not applying it for, for like, over well over a year at this point, you know, because he's always right. trying to game his matchup GP. Like, 
matchup GP efficiency is just not a thing. Now it's just bludgeon GP. Like just <laughs> it is. every ounce it is. of GP you can gain is, is a good ounce kind of. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> did the crumpled podcast outline hit the hit or miss the trash can with this announcement. Here's the trick. Just never have an outline and you don't have to throw anything away. <laughs> yeah, we, we're literally just winging it, guys. <laughs> um, uh, so the next one, actually, um, so is everyone in Old Division 1 now in Kyber 1? How can an 8 million account ever fall out of Kyber 1? Out of Kyber 1 is going to be really easy. Out of Kyber 5, they're not. Um, Hold on, what are you saying? So the question is, how can an 8 million plus account ever fall out of Kyber 1? Um, Kyber 1, it'll fall. I, I mean... Sure, yeah, that'll fall. They're, they're going to lose. Uh, there are going to be 8 million accounts that lose three times in a week. Especially early on when it's everybody is 3 million. Um and so they're they're going to lose. Um, out of Kyber five, auto deploys that don't attack will fall. Like that, I, I feel confident in saying that because there, there's no points for setting a defense. So if you don't attack, and the other person just kills one person on another team, uh, they're going to win. Because that's that's the other thing they did to help with auto deploys is you get 10 points for just attacking. So even if you don't clear a team, you're still going to get 10 points for just attacking said team. Um, So auto deploys that don't attack are just going to drop and drop and drop and drop as the seasons go on. Um, Yeah. If you're 8 million and you attack though, I don't see you falling out of Kyber. Right. You have to you have to be completely disinterested in GAC to the point that you're just not participating at all. I wonder yeah. though, are they gonna have a register registr- yeah, registration period? Are we gonna be auto registered? I don't know. That's a good question too. Um yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess I guess they might still want GAC lock as a thing because then but they have to because because of mods. Right. Like right. they, they need, you need to be able to, and be able to like for upgrades and stuff that you need to have like this cutoff, but you think that maybe at the end of it, they just auto register you, even if you're not ready. They, I, I would think that they probably do. Um, <laughs> uh, so I, I would guess, I, I would guess it's kind of like now where if you sign into the game, you're kind of you're kind of auto registered not for the week but for for the GAC. So you're placed in Kyber, and if you just never win, you never promote. That's my guess. Yeah, that could be it. Hey, welcome to Gom Stream, the Operation Metaverse Stream. Um, thanks for that raid, brother. Yeah, thank you, Gom. Thank you. Good to and- see everyone here. Nothing, nothing is rigged, I promise. Um, all right, so God, there's so many, there were so many questions today. Um, <laughs> I know so someone Jared, messaged someone messaged me at work and they were like, 
your shower or your server is just blowing up right now. Like all the podcast <laughs> questions are being asked right now. And I was like, <laughs> they are. <laughs> well, just have to wait. <laughs> uh, so do you regret the Dash Omicron now? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I figured that would be an easy I, one. Uh, I, I think so. I get like, I'll, I'll admit, I think I jumped the gun a little bit. I think I should have waited. I think that would have been wiser. But at the same time, like, that Omicron is inevitable for me, I, I think. It may, maybe I'll be proved a fool. I, I've, I fully recognize that. But right now, I'm just as excited about it as I was before. So, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, all right, so scroll down. <laughs> On a scale of 0 to 10, how bad have CG uh, done at explaining the changes? Not at not at making the changes. How bad have they been at explaining said changes? Uh, so we we've been able to get a certain a, a decent amount of information out of it. Like they've communicated all the key elements. They're just being real vague in the implementation of it a lot and. It's not even that vague. It's just very difficult. Like you have to read it multiple, multiple times to understand. So I wouldn't give them like a zero. I wouldn't even give them under a five. Like I think a a change this massive is just going to be prone to like, it's going to be so difficult to explain. And I think they should have done better. They could have and should have done better, but I don't know. I I would say like they they did a seven. What what about you? What's your thought? Uh, I was going to give it a six. Um, okay, because uh, here's the thing it, it's definitely not a zero because they really had a lot of information, people were able to make charts and etc. They left a lot of information out though, and mm-hmm. I, I think when you're making a change this big, don't leave information out. I don't care if the post is takes an hour to read when when you're making a change that's you tell people up front is going to change the way that they experience the game daily it's going to scare a lot of people and i don't think you can consider a nine or ten in communication unless you give them all the information oh yeah certainly not a nine or ten and and the information they did give us is just not great i feel like it's not that accessible even if it's it's right there it's like if i have to pour over these charts and like people have been recreating the charts to make them more readable and stuff like the fact that they have to be recreated but they can be recreated into something easier to wrap your mind around like there you could have done better because other people did you know like right So, and I would prefer it not come from a different group. Like the thing I keep questioning is like, okay, so, so the SWGOH.GG guys, like who are on that website, it's, it's a good website. It's very, has a ton of really useful stuff. Like, so no shade on them, but every once in a while, they just forget to push the button on GAC history. <laughs> Like right. they just have this issue where they don't push the button and we don't get our information. And like, I've messaged them before and they're like, Oh, well, let me go. And it's like instantaneous. Like all they had to do was pop, like everything was done. They just needed to push a button. And it's like, could CG mandate? Like, so what, what if, 
what if one of what if the proprietors something happened to them like heaven forbid like they had a medical emergency they had something some issue like could cg actually go in and like somehow fix it on their end or are they just totally beholden to this group and if that's the case what happens if they decide they don't want to do this anymore and we don't have gac history available and suddenly we have this really important system that is just out the window like that's our main method of catching cheaters and it's just gone like right right um i i feel concerned about like yeah i I don't know something i've been thinking so that leads into another one of our podcast questions as well uh do you think cheating is going to become more of an issue now, now that it's not just for bragging rights, there's actually something on the line? Um, what do you think? I'll let you answer first. I have thoughts, but for uh, sure we should get a turn. I think, I think yes, it, it is going to become more of an issue. I also think it's going to be a lot easier to spot. When the you know three million gp account is in kyber one at the top of the leaderboard like yep you're banned um now will they do it and will they do it timely that's the question i think it's going to be a lot easier to spot cheaters um at least at the low gp amount so here's the problem though at our gp size if there if there's a cheater at 8.6 million right you don't need to do a lot to cheat you shouldn't even say this but literally just fire up the apk for the fleet battle lose all your protection allow yourself to lose a ship but guarantee that gg beats executor and you're gonna win right like that's you know um so the question is are they going to put something on their end that's going to make it easier to catch that? And that I don't know the answer to. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Because like you and I will stream all of our fights, but now, I mean, you messaged me about this and it's, it's true. Like we're at a disadvantage now when we're like, People are going to be like, yeah, I'm going to watch their stream because my base, my bottom line is actually like they, they could have gone without a Zeta if they you know won or lost fair or square. But now it's like, you know what? I, I want to win because I want to get more crystals. Like it's more lucrative to win. The re- like stupid Gambit guys are still streaming their attacks. I'm just going to watch <laughs> their attacks and then I'm going to go. Like it's going to incentivize them to do that. And you can't hardly blame them. Like it, it sucks, but... It's going gonna, it's gonna to make life a lot more difficult for us on, on some levels. Yeah, I, I hope with these changes that CG will actively look for cheaters as opposed to just letting us report and then catching them. Uh, I'm not, I hope that's what it is. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not putting my faith in it right now, though. No, I, I actively, I, I just... I can't express how disappointing that whole like situation has been. Like, it's never actually truly screwed me. But like, there's been times that I've gotten third place when I should have gotten second place. Like, 
it would have been so devastating to get 11th place when a cheater got second place. Uh, yeah. And, and it's like, right. well, that was my one chance. Like a lot of people don't get the chance to get top 10 in, in any division. And if someone gets 11th, a lot of time, like they're going to be a fringe player. Maybe the next time they made top 10, I hope they did. But, but then CG doesn't even ban that guy for like three more seasons. Like, that's the thing that kills me is like, I, I reported him. I know that there's like, like people sent me screenshots. There was like 20 people who reported him in various ways to CG and the guy's account stayed active for like three more seasons. And, yeah. and that's just one instance, one instance that like didn't really screw me, but like it, it's got to improve dramatically. It has to that like, so you report someone for cheating and then you you get screwed out of crystals, number one, and maybe for a while, because maybe you get moved down a, a notch. Yeah. And then and then this guy like keeps getting to play. And maybe he just like sells his account and moves on. Like I, I don't know, like multiple months though of him being able to do that. And you're like, well, we it's like those stories that people say, like, oh, there's this guy in our arena shard who wins with like a gear eight, like Leia in, in its lead. He gets number one every day, and we've been reporting him for months. The CG doesn't do anything. Like, sorry, I'll stop ranting. It just, just frustrates me. I, I want. That's one of the very few things I'm like. Can CG actually do something about this? This is yeah. not great. Well, that that's. I mean, they've turned this into a PvP game, but GAC was always fun, right? It, it was our favorite game mode. Um, they've now basically made it necessary. Um, so in PVP games, there's a lot more focus on the anti-cheater. Are they going to change since the game focus is changing? Are they going to also change that side of things? I, and I hope so. God, I hope so. Um, but they have to, I'm, I'm not holding my breath at the same time. So, so, yeah, I I doubt it. But then again, if they did get some new detection software that they're going to be using, would they necessarily, like, tell us? I think they would. Why wouldn't they? Hey, guys, we're, we're going to focus on cheating. Don't cheat because it'll automatically happen. They don't need to tell us how. Um I, I feel like that they would make a big deal about it, scare people off from actually attempting it, though. Right. Well, maybe. Or maybe they're like, you know what? We don't know if our detection software is really going to work. Maybe we just <laughs> wait for the first instance, and then we yell, yell at the top of our lungs, got him! <laughs> uh, maybe. Uh, so it, hmm. it's not cheating, but it's just as despicable do you think this ends uh the person finishing first asking six times can you set a weak defense for me <laughs> uh i'm not gonna do it <laughs> well uh, yeah n neither you nor uh i will do it but let's be honest there were what three seasons in a row where that very clearly happened in division one uh, you're right. I mean, then again, people who are willing to just hand over wins 
are a lot of times not going to be paired with uh, like on these on the skill tree or whatever they're calling it like uh, one would hope at least like i don't well it was it was always guild members it was call s call hey i'm going for first do you mind you know it's not really going to affect you because you're making kyber anyway mind rolling over for me and they're like yeah okay here kill me easy get max banners um i don't even like top 10 is just a like there's only going to be one top 10 period now actually i think for titles and rewards like i I don't think because otherwise you just make kyber you make a rhodium you get the badge you got like maybe, maybe they'll have new badges but like Maybe they will. It just seems to me like, why Why am I like, okay, I'll hand you my win if it's just going to cost me one Zeta mat. I'm not going to hand you my win if it's going to not potentially knock me down to the next division or cost me crystals. Like, I don't know. Uh, well, I just wouldn't hand someone a win just because I don't want to lose. But right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I guess I guess I, I would have trouble really identifying the reasons why someone would roll over like that. I mean, I just wouldn't like my guild leaders. Like, hey, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take top spot if you let me win. I'm like, I hope I hope you can find a way to beat me. Then <laughs> I hope you win. Yeah. Right. Like, uh, g- good luck to you. My defense is really annoying, though. <laughs> right. Uh, all right. So we actually have some podcast questions not about these changes, which is quite exciting um because all the other podcast questions we kind of we kind of already answered um you know in the first half okay (laughs) so um where is it uh oh god there are so many questions in here uh with all these new characters coming out having om nom nom abilities and people saying how great they'll be in that area of the game. Will these new tunes have any playability outside their Omnom specific game mode? What do you think? Yes. I mean, I mean, we know they will. Kyle Katarn is a TB character and he's going to re reignite the Mon Mothma team in 5v5 in Grand Arena. So, and and Dash, I mean, can beat CLS teams without his Omicron ability. So I, I think the answer is yes. I, you know, results may vary depending on what the character is. Like, if you're not giving Rose the Omicron, you shouldn't be using Rose. But for oh, the oh, new yeah. characters, <laughs> you know, for, for the new characters that they have released, they all seem viable without the Omicron. Yeah, you're right about that. Um, you're you're absolutely right. I think yeah, I, I think you're right. Like Dash's Omicron looks really good, and he he's just a really good character on his own. Uh, we'll see how Darth Talon is. We'll see how Mara Jade is. Now we guess we know all, who all of them are now. Um, saving the best for last, but in, in my opinion, but they yeah. But, you don't need their Omicron ability. It's not like, oh, like, <laughs> like your example, exactly. Kyle Katarn is not just suddenly, is not just suddenly like, oh, well, we can't use him. He, he has a territory battle Omicron. Like, uh, there's no way I'm applying that Omicron except if I get drunk or something. But <laughs> right. 
and then I'll be like, I'm still not using it because I don't need it. But um, like he's he's still going to be like the Mon Mothma team. A lot of people were like, I don't know, I'm waiting to see. And then like uh, that was one thing that was I was just like, it's very clear, it's going to be amazing. He's going to make that squad so good. And then and then he was released, and like you know. 20 minutes later, you have you have Fatal going out there and killing Ray teams with it. Like yeah. No, no brainer. Yeah. There's I, th- I think the most interesting thing for, for me, like I guess there's two things. Like number one, are we gonna get Omicrons that like eventually can expand to other game modes? Like so I mean, I don't know, like is Kyle Katarn, he, he has this really cool stuff for territory battles. I'm I'm guessing that like it won't be applied to anything else. But what if it's what if they like give you a slight upgrade, Matt, like that lets you also apply it to raids or something? Um, I'm guessing not, but that would be an interesting wrinkle. And then the other thing would be, uh, and this is just for my pure enjoyment, because people are going to go crazy. They're going to be like, I play, I keep placing my Rolo team on defense in in territory wars. And like it, it never gets holds. Why don't I get holds? Like everyone's way <laughs> faster and way better. And it's like, because your Omicron <laughs> is for for territory battles and not not territory wars. Like we're gonna yeah. see that a lot. <laughs> uh, we we are. Um, I'm excited for that. Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, you might be excited for it. I'm not. Uh, Let's see. What else is there? So one of the questions was, please speculate irresponsibly about the third and fourth characters for Starkiller requirements. And uh, we know them. <laughs> like, it's going to be Mara Jade is going to be the fourth and Darth Talon this year. So that was that was easy. Um, yeah. Got <laughs> uh, that. This is a whole long paragraph. Oh, actually, we already answered it. Thank God. Uh, all right. Ooh. So, <laughs> woohoo! Look <laughs> at this. Yay. Yeah. Uh, so, so, why don't we wildly speculate to the crew that just uh, heard about, about Darth Talon from GOM and um, talk about him and wildly speculate about nothing that we know about? This all happened while we were streaming. But I pulled up Darth Talon's stat or card stolen directly from the uh rsg video so i will Ooh. give full credit to rsg uh they they released the card they had it on their video so thank you to them and the dev interview that we haven't been able to watch yet because we were streaming when this released but um mm. just this card alone is kind of kind of exciting She's cruel in Grand Arena. Greatly improves the Sith Triumvirate squad. Yeah. Oh, man. And they made it... Yeah, okay. They kind of... They did a good job with her aesthetic. Like, a lot of times, like, most of the pictures I've seen of her, I'm like, that just couldn't be in a game that kids play. Like, (laughs) they're not even, like, naked pictures, but they're, like, well... Like they might they're, as well be. They're so suggestive. Like she's been overly sexualized. And this is actually a cool, like they've kept a lot of her aesthetic. 
without making it that. So kudos to them, to their art department. People they get a lot of yeah. derision from for the the art department does for no reason, but yeah, they, they did a good job here. I, th- I feel like. Yeah. So uh, for those of you listening to the podcast and not on the Twitch stream, she is a dark side attacker and Sith. And of these new releases, that's the least amount of tags. Because yeah. Dash, Dash, and um, Kyle, I mean, pick a tag, and they're like, "You get this tag, and this tag, and this tag." And for Darth Talon, it's just nope, nope. You attack, and you're a Sith. Um, it's all you need. Yeah, and you said it a lot earlier in the stream, but what they're what they're doing with this with these characters is, uh, frankly, just trying to build up less used squads um and so they're they're building the darth trace squad back up like i'm sure she would work with sith eternal emperor but sith eternal honestly probably doesn't need the help of i say that and then somebody's going to come up with an easier jmk cat counter with her and i'm going to be proved wrong but realistically speaking uh, i don't think they intend her to be with Sith Eternal. I, I think, you know, they gave the suggestions without Kenobi as a tank, and I think that's probably what she's designed for. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think you're right. I think that this is designed for Darth Traya. Like, maybe she ends up on one of these teams. You, you never know. Like, the, right. the thing, the problem with Galactic Legends is they, they have to make them open-ended enough that you want to use a lot of different squads with them that they can be kind of, they're not just pigeonholed into one good squad and that's it. And so when they do that, it's like, well, Darth Talon might be better with Treya or like overall, like she'd be really good with Treya and stuff, but but Sith Eternal might need her a little bit more, you know? He might, right. he's like, hey, have 40 speed. You're a Sith. Like you can have 40 <laughs> speed. I don't mind. Uh-oh. Yeah, um, I yeah I'm I'm very I'm I'm actually so she is not one of the ones that I would have bet on. Like I thought she was a possibility, not one of the ones I would have bet on. I am kind of excited that we're getting a Sith. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, so I. And I actually, so you said put Trey on defense and he steals, or she steals some banners. I like Trey on defense now. Like, not just to steal some banners. I mean, people forget how to beat Trey. That's, um, it's, it's amazing. People just forget how to beat Trey. It's like, or they don't want to use Jedi at Revan to beat her. And if you use troopers, troopers destroy a Trey team right now. Who knows about when Talon comes in, but Troopers beat Trey team, but you can't get better than like 56 banners with Troopers. I've tried multiple times. Um, Trey is a legit team on defense and just not as needed as much on offense. Yeah, she she does fine on, on defense. And, and you're right, like, well... And that, that's just the thing. Like, we, we talk about this, of like, make it your opponent's problem. And a lot of that is more to do with, like, teams we don't know what to do with. But, like, 
And it's going to change now. GAC is going to be way different. We didn't really even talk about that. Like, like the efficiency thing, like we're still want to be efficient and everything in our attacks, but it's more about getting the win now in GAC than, than actually like full clearing. Uh, like you can, as long as you get one banner more, you just get the win, you move on, you get full credit for it. But, uh, but you know, the way it currently is, so to speak, you, you want to get as many banners as you can. And Trey is like, well, like if you're lucky, Scion can get his protection back. Uh, that's the best I can do, right. though, if we're going to lose all the rest of our banners. And But then if you put, them on, put it on defense, she's like, well, we might lose on the first hit. We might not, but we might. And we'll just, but we'll we'll make sure to steal some banners for you before we go, boss. You know, she, she's great on defense. You're right, but... She just, she just doesn't play a central role to anything at this point. She's just an afterthought right. in a lot of ways. Like, oh, I forgot to put Trey on defense. Like, oops, oh, well, we'll move on. I'll probably still win or whatever, you know. It's not going to yeah. impact things that much. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I am very uh, – so we now we now know the four, right? It's, it's Dash, Kyle, Talon. And obviously, Mara Jade, because thank you. Thank you, Apple. Um, I mean, those are all these characters. So Kyle Katarn was obviously OP in the game. Dash was, I think Dash is an appropriate level, like power level for where he was, um, you know, at the time, uh, or in the game. Again, in his, in his lore, in you're his saying? Game. In his lore, yeah. I, okay. I think the character matches his lore. Um, and Kyle Katarn probably matches it too, because he does he does a lot in that Mon Mothma team, but he's not pulling down, you know, uh, yeah. fleets. Um, no, I, I mean, the one, the one thing about, let me just interject for one second about Kyle yeah. Katarn while, while I'm thinking of it, because... The one thing I was I, I'm like a little disappointed in is he essentially on his own took down like entire like huge armies and groups of people. Like it would have been a little bit fun to have him right. be like a loner kind of like instead of like leading a team that Mothra's with, which never happened. Like it, what he's gonna do in the game is just not not analogous to what he did in the lore. But right, I'm still fine with his power level and what he does. I just you know. It is, it is like just on the periphery, a little disappointing, but anyways, continue though. Fair. Um, so let's wildly speculate Mer- now that we have three of the four Mara Jade, where mm-hmm. does she go? Cause clearly every one of these characters is boosting up an old team. Sure. Um, Honestly, I didn't think Treya needed a boost, but giving her a boost, I'm certainly not going to compare with or complain about. Um, right. So let's speculate. Mm-hmm. Mara Jane, where where does she end up? So, uh, like, there's a ton of places that she could end up. Uh, like lore wise, like she's just she wears a lot of hats in the in the universe. But I mean, I I think so. My guess is that she's going to be Empire. I think she's going to be Emperor's Hand, and I think she's going to boost our worthless Emperor. Like, I just did a rankings 
video on like ranking all the legendary characters and i got through and i was like halfway i was like oh i forgot chewy but i remembered that chewy was missing and, and you know who i did forget completely until someone in the comments said he's like so where's emperor I, like i don't care <laughs> i don't care like that was my that was my initial response i'm like he's not really legendary like who cares what happens to him like he's good at this very start of the game and then he just disappears and tarkin sucks and uh, like you, you well documented that you don't like him um and like right. <laughs> and darth darth vader like can go with lord vader you don't like need him there though like i think she's going to make an empire like the old school empire kit team stronger that's my guess yeah what do you think i yes but i hope it's not ep lead i like vader lead so much better than ep lead um sure but we'll see because it's really hard to make that ep team not be trooperable <laughs> gig gig <laughs> says mara jade is a geo <laughs> uh, oh, that's and, fun. so i i really don't want it to be an ep team i mean it makes sense for it, it would be an ep lead like it just makes sense um I don't that's not what i want though uh but that's probably what it'll end up being right emperor's hand like that's i that's I, probably what's gonna be i think so you're right i love vader's lead i do I, like it's just so fun to just slowly destroy a team like over time with dots like i it's one of the most it's so satisfying like they're just like fighting and fighting and you're just like no like every time you you take a turn like your life's gonna go down you can't you can't escape there's no escape for it. it's fun but yeah i right. i do think it's gonna be a more traditional emperor palpatine team uh you know or maybe maybe she will work with vader lead and it's just going to be like she just buffs maybe, maybe it's going to be with tarkin lead who knows <laughs> just to piss you off <laughs> oh well so that's the fun part i still have a mod missing off tarkin and three and four star, star mods on him to make to make the empire counter to um malevolence available like i i still have that damn executor or executrix uh slower than the uh malevolence fleet <laughs> so please don't make me change that I'd appreciate it. That thanks. Okay, thanks. Bye. Hey, thanks. Bye. Um, <laughs> yeah. I I don't well, I don't need Tarkin to be good, but I don't know. I have a couple Zetas on Palp. He's Relic Seven. Like it'd be nice to actually use him instead of like oh I could bring him, but is he going to cost me banners? It's like ugh. I don't know if I want to use right. him. I don't. I don't know if I care about him. It'd be nice to care about the one of the most important characters in the whole game, frankly, like in the whole Star Wars universe. Yeah, nice. we have Sith Eternal. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh <laughs> uh, well, uh, Sid is going to be getting an Omicron. Maybe we'll care about Galactic Republic, pal. Huh? Huh? Eh? Eh? Yeah. I don't uh, know. I'm excited maybe, maybe, to see. Go ahead. Yeah. 
maybe Sid gets uh, an Omicron that allows you to apply debuffs in day four of Dark Side Territory Battle. Maybe that's maybe that's what happens. Hmm. Hey, look, you can apply one debuff, just one, and just it'll be one. tenacity down, but you still can't counteract the tenacity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do, I do like the general grievous mechanic on day four because you over time, like at, at what's your yeah. year four, uh, day four, and grievous slowly lets his team ratchet their way up <laughs> to having enough potency, but it takes a long ass time. It's like, do you have yeah. 300? Do you guys have like four to 500 tenacity? Probably. Pure <laughs> madness. Uh, yeah. Anyways. Uh, all right. So, Executor fleets. Um, do you six dot mod the entire executor fleet or just Piet and Mando or Cad Bane? What have you done on your fleet? Uh, I think that the answer. So uh, apparently, the toughest build to beat right now in the whole game is with Cad Bane, who is faster than the Razor Crest. In, but but to do yeah. that, you have to remove Razorcrest. Uh, you have to remove mods entirely from Bando, or or at least yes. significantly reduce them, and put all six E on CAD, and, or you know have CAD at a significantly higher relic level. The only problem, of course, is that in the actual fight, like CAD is pretty worthless in, on squads, and Bando is a bamf. <laughs> but but only that if he is. <laughs> but only if he has amazing mods. Like you have to put six E mods on him. Mods. Yeah. yeah. He needs offense mods and they all need to be six E, at least most of them. And you want him to be fast. And like my, all of mine are like six A on him. Like he's ready for seven yeah. dot mods. So I think the best is to make, make Cad Bane faster. But otherwise, I do like to put six E mods on Cad Bane because the Xanadu Blood does a lot of damage. Yeah, I have I have full six E on Cad Bane. I have full six E on Piet. I don't have full six E on Razorcrest. Um, I so what I did, I I took I didn't take off three mods. I have uh, a five dot spe- uh, speed arrow. I have a five dot diamond, and I have a five dot circle. So all the offense primaries I kept at six E or or higher. Um, that way to make sure I give him more speed. And so I actually took, I, I slowed him down. The problem is that only got him to one eighty seven. CAD is at one eighty six. I can't I can't justify taking off the offense mods though because. So here, we haven't even talked about GAC or the actual inside GAC this podcast, but Beskar with Dest counters any mall team that we're going to see on defense. So if somebody places a mall team on defense with like, say, Watt or super fast armor, a Beskar, just a normal Beskar team with uh, Nest and a health, a health built Nest, not not you know a weak nest but a health built nest will beat that mall team every time and so i can't take off all the mods because then i can't counter mall <laughs> yeah i mean 
I think in GAC, the answer is you, if you really, really want that fast build on, of executor, I guess you can, or you can just place it on defense and call it good. Or you can do like solo did get a relic nine or whatever. Like you can, there's a number of avenues of approach you can take. I do think that in general, in GAC, you don't want to screw yourself with Bando unless he's just already bad somehow. Right. Squad Arena, take all the mods off Bando. Uh, but when you sign up Wait. for GAC or TW, give them mods. And no Van Seal, I will not R9 my cat name. Yeah. Um, with that said, we've talked a lot tonight. And... Um, Oh, Kyle Katarn. We haven't talked a, a drop about Kyle other than to say he was good. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, of the three that have announced, Kyle Katarn, if I if I had money, he's the one I would wail on. Kyle Katarn is so damn good. <laughs> he is. Why do you why do you think he is? Uh he just I mean he has to be slotted into a rebel fighter team to get all this bonus turn meter, but to give a, uh, a turn meter team quicker access to the turn meter to turn meter loop is just disgusting. Like Mon Mothma teams beat Ray in the past, not good Ray comes, but Mon Mothma could beat Ray. I forget. Was it clash that put out the video before he left? Somebody put out the video of Mon Mothma beating Ray, and it was tested, and you could do it. Um, against some builds, against, sometimes. Right, against some builds, and depending on the modding of Ray, like it, it was not, it was not a consistent thing. And well, and, and the the key to it was like Bodhi Rook, I think, like <laughs> as silly as that is, but yeah. Um, okay, but so. Now he gives a legitimate threat to Ray. Like, strong Barrises are going to stop him. Ray Cat is going to stop him. You're not, you're not going to counter Ray Cat with Mon Mothma. Sorry. Um, but okay. all the other Rays, like, he's, he legitimately makes your, you worry if your opponent has a good Kyle Katarn and a good Mon Mothma squad. Like, am I going to lose Ray? Am I going to lose a GL? to a Mon Mothma team. <laughs> like, you, can't, you can't let that happen. Um, no. So he, he will change how people place defenses. Like Ray and Prey, if, you, if your opponent places Ray and Prey and you have a Kyle Katarn, in theory, you could put six GLs on defense. I mean, I, I probably still wouldn't. Um, but like... <laughs> it's so it, it's it just sounds so much better so and i do think he is going to have great use on a jml team in tb even without the omicron because he he just needs to get called what 10 times and jedi or he's going to get his buff uh, like he gets it like almost automatically it's just super quick if you're with a speed build Right. Version. Right. Yeah. So, um, 
Uh, so I, I, you know, he's going to help two different avenues <laughs> or two different areas of the game. Three, three, if you count territory wars too. It's hard to say no to a character that helps across the game modes. Right. Uh, so are he, I have mixed emotions. Like I, I am happy he's out. I, I like his character. I liked his kit. Everything about him is really cool. But uh, I'm, I'm just a little sad because it's one of those things. You know, I've. It's just a pride thing for sure. But I liked having a Mon Mothma team that could just punch way above its weight and everyone was like whoa that was cool man like <laughs> being able to being able to have a highly functioning squad like that that other people and now everyone's just gonna have it it's like everyone's got troopers now get at least at our level every person has troopers and every once in a while you're like whoa why didn't you make your piet fast like that was crazy and now you can't use your troopers but otherwise it's like okay you have troopers, so I can't place these certain teams, or I'm just going to get, you know, you're going to get a 60 on one of my good teams. And it's going to be very similar now with Mon Mothma. We're going to see, like, instead of like, oh, like, maybe they could beat me with Mon Mothma, but I doubt it. I don't think they've put enough into it. It's now, oh, well, they have, Kyle, like, now they've farmed Kyle Katarn, and they're ready, like, one Mothma is just going to counter X team. Like it's just going to be a taken for granted thing that everyone has, as opposed to not everyone has this. Well, so here's the question. And I, I've, we, we sort of talked about this earlier today before the podcast without actually talking about it of, have we almost come to the point where you just don't put GLs on defense? Uh, it depends on if I'm interpreting the rules for the new GAC, right? Right. Well, there's that. Um, but, like, there's so many cheap teams that are killing more and more GLs. The question is, is it worth it to put the GLs on defense if there's a potential cheap counter? Now, and this this does assume that you looked at your opponent's mods and they're ready for said counter. Um, so are we, we, everyone talked about the great nerfing in August. And since then, I personally have beaten JMK with gas. Um, I've beaten JMK with bad batch. Now Mod Mothma is beating Ray. Jedi Knight Revan, Jedi Knight Luke still beats Supreme Leader Kylo. Uh, Darth Revan beats Jedi Master Luke. Like, other than Jedi Master, or other than Jedi Master Kenobi with Cat, Ray with Cat, or Lord Vader on defense, there's off meta counters to every other GL. What's the off meta to Supreme Leader Kylo? Or, sorry, not um, to Sith Eternal. Maul. Maul uh, destroys yeah. Sith Eternal. Sure. Yeah, you're right. Um, okay. So, have we, I mean, unless you're putting the fancy new toys on defense, which is a very legitimate strategy, and like I said to you off stream, I expect to see Lord Vader on defense at least 10 out of the 12 times. Sure. Um, like, we're, we're almost to the point where every GL can be beat kind of cheaply. 
Kind of. So you you say these things and it's like you, you just recently, just a minute ago said like Ray, like a Ray team with Barris isn't going to lose to Mon Mothma. Sure. You know, like there's a lot of, there's a lot of like, yeah, but uh, situations here. Um, Like I don't, I, I still think that the most efficient, effective way is going to be using a GL versus GL. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't think, I don't think, I think placing some GLs on defense is good. You, we just need to be, we have to be choosy about which ones we're placing because Kenobi Cat can only be countered by a handful of teams. Lord Vader right. can only be can- handled by a, ca- a number of teams. Like there's, there's a there's a lot that you can stack for Galactic Legends that it's like oh well cool I have I have all of the off meta counters but none of them apply to the defense that I'm seeing on <laughs> right now. Right, and it does it does very much depend on if your opponent has the team spotted. Like I I will never use Darth Revan against JML, and I shouldn't say never. I mean, based on my current strategy, I'm not going to use Darth Revan against JML. Right. Anytime. Um, well, I'll use General Grievous against him. It's more fun. Uh, that that could <laughs> be done, except for General Grievous counters all the stupid mall uh, Darth Revan teams that everyone's putting to try and avoid troopers. And it's like, oh, great. You avoided troopers, but here's a yeah. Grievous. <laughs> um, so, uh, I, yeah, I, I think, and and this all stems from what you said about Kyle Tarn, where him coming into the game kind of, it just adds more counters essentially. Like the bigger our rosters get, we're, we're almost getting to the point again, where uh, we need more teams on defense for the higher GP. It could be, I, I'm not really, I want to see where Treya goes with with Talon. I want to see what Mara Jade does like that. That could and the Star Killer is, I th- I feel like so so, kind of the, this argument you're making is a little bit fragmented in the sense that like, if you if you get the ideal circumstances, then you can make this happen. If right. you get the ideal circumstances, you can make this happen. Like it, it's not a universal thing. Like like Kyle Katarn and Mothma no. aren't going to counter all rays. Um, you know, General Skywalker is only going to counter Kenobis that don't have cat, etc. Um, but that then you can, like, Starkiller might just bust the whole thing wide open, potentially. Well, that's that's the next thing of what is Starkiller going to do? <laughs> um, and I'm excited for it. I'm also scared isn't the right word. Um, very very interested to see what Starkiller is going to do to a GAC board. Um, because, God, he's got to be powerful, right? He's got to be more powerful than Kyle Katarn. Like, how do you make the legendary that requires an R5 Kyle Katarn and Dash and Mara and Darth Talon not be better than them? I mean, he's a legendary. He's an unlock character. He, he had better be. Better than Kyle. Right. Like at the end of the day, Kyle Katarn. If you if you're like, oh well, I don't have a Mothra team, but I do have a good Kyle Katarn. You're like, well, that was a waste. Like, don't do that. Like, knock knock it off. Right. <laughs> right. Though my alt did just level up Kyle Katarn to G11 and give the Zeta, and I still have a G8 Scout. Um, so I, I need to fix that. 
but I have two weeks. I can maybe fix it by the second week. Um, totally. Oh yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking of running the Mothra team on offense with with a low level, like a three star Kyle Katarn on my alt because. So why not? It's fun. Like Mothra is the relic five because of Jedi Master Luke. I may as well get some use of her of the old woman, right. or I'll just put him on defense. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking looking forward to use it. But but yeah, Star Killer is going to be. He had better be really good. Now he could just be that annoying thing that we talked about last time of like. Is he really just are we are we gonna just staple him to Lord Vader's face and call it good? Like right. I, I hope that's not the case. That that could be it though, too. I mean, who knows? Maybe Mara Jade is going to go on a team with him. Oh well, yeah, if, actually, if she's Empire, if, she very well could. If they both get Empire, yeah. Um I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> well, we have to see. I don't know. But so, I'm I'm very excited about it, about seeing. Yeah. And, and it sounds like, I don't know if someone heard it from, from a different stream or something. It sounds like we're getting the Mara Jade kit tomorrow as well. Like they're oh, announcing, really? Or at least they're announcing oh. her tomorrow or something like that. But Interesting. hopefully we get the kits. So tomorrow being probably the day that everyone is listening to this is my guess. This is Monday evening for us, Monday <laughs> night, I guess. Um, so Tuesday, they might have the kits. We'll see. Yeah, I, it, hopefully. Actually, it makes sense because if they don't release them this week, then they can't, they, they would have to release the Starkiller kit the week of. Like they usually, they're going to, I think they usually give us a little bit of time to decide if we want them before we, Yeah. before they get yeah, us. They, yeah. they usually give us a week for the kit. So that, that does track. Yeah, so hopefully we get that. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, maybe maybe next time we'll get Red 5 and we'll have four Legends ships that we can unlock. <laughs> four Legends ships, man. What? We could well, do that. I, we could manage that super I easy. I mean, <laughs> I can easily figure out four Legends ships. Um, yeah, that would now that would be fun. Four legend ships, each of them go on a fleet to yeah. uh, make the fleet better. That oh god, CG, listen to us now. Do it. <laughs> right. Do you it. usually don't listen to us because we're like being gloomy and we're like, well, next time CG is right. gonna do this. <laughs> and then we're like, oh, that's actually they might do that. Shoot. Do <laughs> it, <laughs> uh, do it. Do it. <laughs> um, I mean, uh, yeah, <laughs> half of these. Half of these legendaries that they just released have ships. Um, uh, so right. I, now you have me excited for that. Thanks, Sarah. Way to ruin, <laughs> way to ruin everything. Um, I know, I know. CG's like we don't do ships anymore, but they're required, but we ship? don't do them. <laughs> yeah. right. What's a ship? <laughs> Here's like, a cap ship. Yeah, they're like, oh, new ships. Like, oh, you you mean capital ships? Oh, yeah, yes. we could <laughs> we could do we'll that. Plenty of those. Don't we're worry. Gonna, <laughs> we can hook that that up. Yep. <laughs> God. Okay. Um, on that on that note, um, we don't have GSC to talk like our GAC weeks to talk about. 
for like the 18th week in a row. So there's kind of, yeah, it is done. There we are. all right, we are. Yeah, we'll still have, we'll have two more episodes before. Like we'll have one one episode where it'll be the, the the edge of the new GAC everything, and you know, so that'll be exciting. Right. But then the next one will be more. I guess we'll hopefully we'll we'll at least have the Darth Talon and Mara Jade kits to talk about. We should. We'll have the Q and A for the GAC stuff to talk about. Um, we should have we should have plenty to talk about. We always talk. Uh, yeah. We always find two hours to, to discuss things easy enough. We can bumble into it. Yeah, that's not a problem. Um, so with that said, let's let's wrap up the podcast and then for the Twitch people we can raid. Um, oh, thank sounds you. Good. Yeah, thank you everybody for joining us on another Gambit podcast. Always good to have you here, uh, Jared. And I do our individual streaming. If you do not know, my individual Twitch page is solobase15. Uh, Zareth is Zareth underscore prevails. That's X-A-E-R-E-T-H underscore prevails. Um, we stream our GAC, so you won't see me. Uh, I, I might make an appearance this week. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. If Conquest comes back this week, which I don't count on it, I'll make an appearance. Um, but yeah, um, thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Hey guys, don't be dicks. And remember that evil sucks. <laughs>